Man, first of all, man, we appreciate you on the on the show, man. You our Chill. guy. Man, appreciate you. Know what I'm saying? Y'all, man. Hey, we, we miss you down here in Orlando. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. You know, it's I miss all good. Too. When you go off to win chips, man, we can't complain about that. Man. Yeah, we can't straight complain up. about that. Straight up, straight up. Appreciate y'all having me on. When you first got to the league, who was the first person to bust your ass? Oh, truth. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. That triple threat shit, huh? Man, and he was in the Wizards. He was at the Wizards, too. Oh, <laughs> he got hold to the old Pierce, the OG, yeah. triple OG. Triple OG. I Still came in. got it, though. Still got it. I came in. I was athletic as hell. Y'all know I was playing, playing guys. <laughs> thousand <laughs> miles per hour. Yeah, exactly. So he he fake a back cut. He come back up to the top. I'm thinking he going to post up on the block. He's shooting a wide open three at the top. I'm like, man, how did you even just, and he was just, playing chess with me. Mm-hmm. I was out there playing checkers. He was playing chess. He bust my eye. Yo, yo, yo. We live on location here in city beautiful Orlando, Florida. I got the blackest one with me, the winner of the NAACP Excellence in the Community <laughs> Award winner today. Hey, today. Right now, we got a special guest. Hey, call him Champ when you refer to him. Yeah, we got champion. Mr. <laughs> Mr. He won two dunk contests. He ain't really get the credit for him, but that's all right. We're going to talk about that later on, man. We got the Champ. He got the right trophy with him now. He got the man. He got that Lario. We got Aaron Gordon in the building. Yes, Appreciate you, big dog. Man, already, man. Champ on, in the yeah. building. Tap in. Presented by Sleeper. San Jose, you won state as a sophomore. Mm. Was it like, uh, was your high school like a, it already had a history before you got there? Because I see like y'all won state two years in a row and, you know, went to the championship the last year. Was they already a powerhouse they already you made a powerhouse them a powerhouse? made you, know, you go there? You know, my brother, uh, Big Bro, Drew, he made it a powerhouse. Uh, he put him on the national scene. He went to state a couple of times. They never won. They played modern day. Mm, okay. And um, once I got there, I was able to finish the job and kind of just put him over to, put over to that hump. How was it like your sophomore year? You went state after your sophomore year. Was you feeling yourself going into your junior year? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, my, I feel like my junior year, I just feel like I, we couldn't be stopped. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like I was basically the same size as I am now. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Playing against high schoolers. So it was, it was easy, man. Did you like, say that was when you got to like your peak athleticism, probably like your junior year, where yeah. it was like, it's over now? Yeah, I think so. My junior year, that was like where you didn't even have to stretch. You could just walk out. Boy, those some good memories there, yeah, boy. Yeah. I couldn't 360 ease, babe, but I just know what he's saying. You know what just, I'm about. No stretching, just kaboom. Exactly. <laughs> and, you, and, and you recover by eating the damn. Uh, McNugget sandwiches right. or something like that. You know what I mean? Going to get some Burger King after that. You don't need to ice down or nothing. None of that stuff. Yeah. I'm from East St. Louis, and Chicago is the big city, you know? All the kids in Chicago, like Q and all them, them the guys, you know, when you're from a smaller city that's inside the state that you want to prove that you better or you can just play just as good as the city kids. You from San Jose. Mm-hmm. Was that junior year a was a feeling like, yeah, I want to win Mr. Basketball and State to show mm-hmm. that I'm individually the best player and our team is the best. I mean, yeah. There are only two people that won California Mr. Basketball twice is J-Kid and Tyson Chandler. Mm-hmm. So I won it twice. So I'm like, they put me in that clause. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in San Jose, as far as basketball goes, it's not really like that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And nobody from San Jose made it to the league okay. other than me and my brother. My brother mm -hmm. got in there. Respect, you know what I mean? One Stay or two games, you know what I mean? He laced them up. But I had to go to uh, like Oakland and Hayward, Frisco, uh, Fremont. I had to go down to Dago in LA. I had to go seek out the competition. So mm -hmm. I, was, I was spending my time in Oakland, the town looking for that competition just so I could prove myself like that. Yeah. That you, you good enough, because I know mm -hmm. all the kids from L.A. was always getting the hype because they in L.A. Yeah, yeah, Oakland too. How much did your brother, you saying how your brother came before you, how much did he impact, like, you coming up? Like, you know how it is, the big bro always beat up on the little bro and, mm -hmm. until he don't. So how yeah. long was it for you? Until like, how much did he impact you coming up, and then at what point did you first beat him? A lot, man. He impacted me a lot. Um, because I was smaller than he was growing up, I had to use my perimeter game, you know what I mean? I had to use my quickness, quickness to get around yeah. him. I had to use my ball handling around him. And then probably once I got to like maybe my junior, senior year, that's when I was like, I could, he came home from college. He was still a different animal. You know, when you go to college, <laughs> right. you're a different beast. But that's when I could like actually size up with him, like try and dunk on him and stuff like that, you know, to match up with him. You crazy athletic type dude. At what age was your first dunk ever? Man, I was about 12. Mm. Were you dunking a regular ball or you dunking like tennis ball, volleyball, then regular ball? Mm, tennis ball first. Mm -hmm. And then I just went to the regular ball. Oh, I was gosh. throwing a lob to myself, so I would throw it oh, up and then let it, let it bounce yeah, and then yeah, go up and jump yeah, and then yeah. try and like rim graze. Yeah, I was tennis ball, volleyball, girls ball, then the mm, <laughs> big, big ball. Who in your family was like tall before y'all to have the height. I know your sister got height, your brother got height, like your pops got height, like. Oh, uh, the legend, legend has it in the family said, like my great grandpa was like a uh, like seven foot four Native American, mm. like, like chief, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's the legend big in chief. the family. Yeah, <laughs> big chief, that's where we got the height from. That's dope. So wait a minute, you play AU with Stanley Johnson mm -hmm. and then they got the beat y'all in, in the state senior year? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That was My young boy, Stanimal. <laughs> Stanimal. He was cold. He, he was one of them dudes in high school that was the same size, too. Strong. Strong. Like, the same size yeah. he is now. Yeah. So he, he was shooting the deep ball. He was shooting it from NBA range in high school. So that was something we hadn't seen. Did he win four? Four? I think he did. I think Stanley was like, yeah. he went, he was the modern day, right? Like, uh, like, yep. like Shay Cotton, he went the modern day and like he came up out of there, like, I think he won four. I think he did too. And he, he was like, the, the, he still is like the legend up out of there for what he did in high he, school. He bad boy, man. He, he rained on my senior year parade. I thought I was about to get three in a row and get up out like of there. Mike, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear. Talk to me about, bro, like when you coming out of high school and you get to go, you get selected to the McDonald's All-American game. For, all, for most of us, not, I can't say for all of us, but most of us on that NBA journey, that's kind of like one of the first little, you know, Stops. the check marks on your journey to get to the league. Like, that's like one of the first things. Like, if you made yeah. it here, bro, you, you got a good, you know what I'm saying? You got a, you up league, on, the, you yeah. on your way kind of. So, like, you get to that game, though, but you got Julius Randle, Andrew Wiggins, Jabari Bird, Jabari Parker, Bobby yeah. Porter. You got all these dudes that's about to go to the NBA. Like, how was that for you coming from San Jose, your, your neck of the country where you this, but then now you coming together with all these guys. And you still had a good turnout. You did, you killed the dunk contest there and did your shit, but like, MVP. how was that? Oh, yeah, I got MVP. That's yeah. what I mean, that's what I'm about to say. You about to, can you come out of that MVP? Like, how did you walk out of that game feeling like, I'm the shit, or it's like, all right, I'm on my way? I was like, 
Damn, I don't want to go to college. <laughs> She's like, see? Damn, I don't want to go to college. Damn, I'm trying to go to the A. Damn, I'm supposed to go to the A right now. <laughs> yeah, I should be number one in this zone. <laughs> That's crazy. That's the thought process. Like, yeah, like, fuck that. I should be on with it. Yeah, facts. Could it have been anybody else outside of Arizona that almost got you? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about Kansas, actually. All right, we got that in common. Took, took a visit. Mm-hmm. Took a visit to Kansas. I really liked it. Like Bill Self, Washington, too, with Romar. Where you would have went? Romar was St. Louis U coach when I came out. I committed to St. John's with uh, Mike Jarvis and Omar Cook. We was like the second recruiting class. But um, Romar was my guy. Yeah. Like, I just I had to get away from the crib. I, you know, right. that's the hood right across the street. Mm-hmm. I, I had to get away from the crib, so I couldn't stay in St. Louis. That was just like a no-brain. But I love Romar. I'm going to tell you the story about Romar <laughs> that almost got me. I went to my visit at St. Louis U, and Romar had me stand under the goal, and he was like, man, let me see your arm with your arms up, how tall you is. <laughs> so I raised, yeah, my, arm, I raised my arms up. So he's like, oh. He's like, man, you think I can dunk on you? And I'm like... Fuck, dog! Nah, you can't dunk on me. <laughs> what the fuck? You, you, you tripping? I send that shit. So he like, all right, well, I'm gonna try to dunk on you. So you know, I'm, I'm thinking he bullshitting finna come with a little layup and and just lay it up, and I'm finna punch that shit. He jumped and cocked that bitch back. <laughs> Damn near dunked it. It just went off the back of the rim and just oh. went out. I was like, yes. <laughs> I would never live that down if he would have dunked on me on my recruiting trip. life flash before his eyes. Oh, on bro. Way. I'm talking about, because he played how he was playing and I'm looking at him. I'm like, man, you old, man. You ain't, right. you ain't even like, dunking no dunking more. Shit. Like, come on now. And he almost dunked on me. But Romar was my guy, man. Shout out to Romar, man. How, mm-hmm. how was it when you, once you got to, to Arizona, like, that's your first time, you know, kind of being away from the family on your own. And, like, you now you're playing on college. When you got the practice, did you feel like, I'm about to dominate this shit? Or did you feel like, I got some work to do? Because, like, sometimes we see it right away. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you get there, you can kind of see, you know, those workouts and the little pickup games. Like, when did you see, like, I'm about to have a good first year? Man. If I'm going to keep it, I'll keep it being, I didn't even think I was going to go to college. Oh, you was about to leave. You wanted to go straight away. Yeah, my freshman year in high school, sophomore year in high school, I was, I was like, man, I'm trying to go to the league, man. I'm not even thinking about college. Yeah. And then they changed the rule yeah. to that to that one year, like yeah. my sophomore, junior year. So I was like, okay, so let me just. Damn, so you was one of them dudes living in real time when the whole rule changed. So mm-hmm. you was a sophomore when they changed. Yeah, it. I'm thinking the whole time. I'm Damn. like, man, I'm not I'm even out. going. I'm not <laughs> going to college. Like, I'm not going to go pick a sophomore. We ain't never had one Why? of you on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, why? Why? My, yeah. And then makes sense. went to Arizona. My senior year of high school, I was like, man, this shit is boring. Like, I'm I'm tired. Of, I'm getting triple teamed by dudes that are like six foot three, six foot four, right. six foot five centers. You know what I mean? Yeah. This shit is boring. So when I got to Arizona and then the competition was a little bit better, mm-hmm. the guys were older. You know, they was like 22, 23. Yeah, I was 17, 18, yeah. stronger, yeah. understand the game. I was excited again. I was coming home from practice like, okay, I wasn't I wasn't all that great today. But I'm gonna get them tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was that was when I was like, okay, it got me got me going. It got let a let a game again. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? When you first started, like getting out there to play your first few games, did you notice that your athleticism, like, okay, yeah, I'm still different out here. Like, even though I was different in high school, now I see that like I'm still standing out, even on this level now. At what point did you realize that? Man, preseason, I caught a lob on Roy Hibbert. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, Georgetown, right here right by here, 7273. That's all. You feel me? That's a big boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. yeah. Somebody threw me a lob and I caught him. He tried to he tried to do one of them and lean, lean, into, lean into me like that. I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. I think I could. I, I think I could still do this. So I was just like. Uh, beating everybody down the floor and catching lobs, catching tip dunks, you know, trying to do all the intangible stuff because, like, my game wasn't where it needed to be to, uh, you know, like, really, really impact winning. But I was just trying to do all the little things. What made you decide to just get up out? Like, mm. just be like, yeah, you know, I don't want to do another year. I'm, I'm ready. I want to go right now. Or was it back to the straight out of high school that's, thing? That's a good question. I think that's kind of what it was. I was just trying to hustle up and get to the A. Yeah. Um, Man, it was hard for me to even say. Yeah. Like in the conference, I was like, man, I'm going to the NBA. Uh, you, <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Because yeah. like we dream, of, we dream of that as a kid. You know what I mean? Uh, Sean Miller, uh, shout out Sean Miller. He's my college coach. Yeah. He was like, hey, G, you probably going to be about top 10. You should probably go. Yeah. And I respect him for that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of college coaches that'll be like, you, you going late first round, second round. Yeah. We, you're gonna stay here. You won't. They won't pick you. You're yeah, not gonna be good. You. They'll yeah, bullshit you, with you, you, so they you, so you, you stay in the program. You weren't there together. He came out. You left, right? Yeah, he came one okay, year right, after right, me. Right. He said, "Ag, if you stay, you could play point guard for me next year, but <laughs> you should go." <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how many teams you work out for? I worked out for about, I want to say, from about four to about eight. So four teams. About four teams. Yeah. yeah. Steak dinners, chilling. That was pretty much it. Conversations, convos, little competition, one on, little bit one on, little one on ones. Yeah, I bust um, his ass and I work out. When I had to work out for a time. Dang, killing him. Dang, killing him. Dang. That don't even sound Too kind of the way he said it right there, right? It's cool because I got video footage of me winning the game on him, so it's good. Game I don't know about that. I got receipts, B. I, I got the receipts, huh? Because you was one of the people that went to the draft, got the fit, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Was all up in there and all your splendor, your family. I got to know what that was like, you know what I'm saying? This is something we all dreamed about our whole life. Like, mm -hmm. you, get the, you got the full tilt. You got to go to New York, to the green room, family, all that. Like, what was all that like, that experience flying your family out, being like the ultimate when you walk across that stage and shake the hand and say, I'm in the league? What was all that like for you? Man, that was wild, man. <laughs> That's wild time. Same thing you see every year. Every, yeah, say every year. I felt like I just kind of like floated across the stage. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I couldn't I mean, even feel walking. my legs. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. That shit was wild. I didn't know I was going four. I thought I was going uh, like eight to Sacramento or like seven to LA. And then I jumped all the way up to four. So I was like, oh man, quick in and out. I was in my suit. I'm telling you, like I was, 18 years old, but we was turning up after that. I tell, right. I'm trying to tell you, we was turning all the way up. Yeah. New York City. New York City, we were up all night and that, after that, and then just flew right to Orlando after that to do some press. It was a uh, dream come true, man, being there with my family. Yeah, how was it when you seen your pop's face and your mom's face and just the expression of them just seeing what was going on, like all this is coming to fruition? Mm, just having my family around was, a, was an amazing thing. Like my grandpa and grandma, they passed away, mm -hmm. but they were able to experience that experience with me. That. So like, it was like, just like perfect, you know what I mean? Like, cause they, they got to see me accomplish something that they had seen me chasing since I was a little boy. Yeah. yeah. How was it when you, when you got to Orlando, you know, the first year you had the foot injury, you kind of was up and down with that. How was the adjustment from, you know, college to the league? And like you say, you was going through 
basically a rebuild. We had just, I was just here previously before you got here, Dwight, everything, he left, and it was like the team was in shambles trying to figure it out and rebuild, and I'm just being it's honest, they was in shambles was. trying it to rebuild, bro, shambles, and figure bro. things out and rebound back from that, and he was one of the first pieces to come. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know how it felt for him to come into an organization like that where it's kind of like, it's nothing really solid right now. It was no culture. It was no like he said he had like three, four different coaches, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. Front yeah. office was in is was in flux at the time. It still wasn't really set. Like you know what I'm saying. They've gotten stronger and got things situated now yeah. with front office and coach. But like when he was here, every year was something different. Yeah, it was everywhere. So how was that for you to come into a scenario like that? Man, that was tough. I'm not even gonna lie. I was 18 years old. I'm from the West Coast, too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm watching the Lakers. I'm watching the Warriors. I'm watching the Suns, uh, Seattle. I'm watching all West Coast teams. I really ain't know about Orlando until, uh, like, a little bit of Shaq and Penny, mm-hmm. but mostly, like, Dwight yeah. and, and, like, that team, like, Hedo and Jameer and all them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got there. I didn't know much about the organization. And... I, I was dealing with injuries, foot injuries, ankle injuries, knee injuries, whatever, whatever. And then I'll put my work in, and then they would, they would, yeah, fire the coach. You know what I mean? So you got to start all over as a yeah, like just to build this rapport with him, and then he gone. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe this coach like you, next coach don't like you. You know, he don't like how you yeah. how you rocking. He's not your, you're not his guy. Oh uh, yeah. Same thing. Next year, I have five different coaches in, in five years yeah. and, and four different general managers on a team that's just like, so it's like running on a treadmill, running in quicksand. That's like there's no traction, pace, bro. Boy. There's no traction. You can't, couldn't do nothing. Couldn't get nothing done. I got to get into this dunk contest stuff, man, because mm-hmm. we know like we sitting here right now with the greatest dunker to never win the actual dunk contest, and he probably should have two or more trophies. Like this is, this is not normal. Top five and dunking. And, and didn't and get what you deserve, though. And then <laughs> yeah, it's bro. also judges and people that was voting and saying he should have won. I'm like, <laughs> wait, this is not real. Yeah. So we got to get into this because I was there. Hey, Black, I told you. I was there in Toronto. Remember, Andre Drummond yeah. was part of it. You might not remember because he went out in the first round and he said this himself. <laughs> like, he said it. He was with me. He was like, damn, this is impressive. <laughs> like, yeah, we really. were sitting there together in awe. Yeah. Like, bro, I, I was there. It was cold as shit in T-Dot. And I remember being cold in that arena. Hell. Oh, man. And I remember just sitting there like, I'm not even thinking. I can remember when we came in to check in. It was like, I saw you go that way, Will Barton over mm-hmm. here. It was like, oh, that's this might be cool. Yeah. I was not knowing it was about to be legendary like that, bro. <laughs> like, clean. what was your thoughts when it really got to the nitty gritty when it was you and Zach doing that, going tit for tat? Like, you bringing out stuff. You, y'all you throwing the whole kitchen sink, and it's like, bro, what the fuck else can y'all do? Yeah, I was just like, I'm about to do some shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I was thinking. Yeah. Like, no, don't nobody else really know what I'm about to do, except for maybe my agent yeah. and maybe my family. That's it. That's it. So I'm like, look, when I throw this down, it's over. They, the dunk contest is coming home with me. Yeah. And when I go under both both, the, both legs stuff? in the that's NBA good. dunk contest, man, wait, that's never been seen before that at all. It was on like the glider joint. And folks jump, that? Yeah. That's like, yeah, that's the, the most. A little height. So I thought, I thought that was a... I thought it was a rap after that. I was going like this. I was like, it's wrapped up. Let's go home. You know what yeah. I mean? But 
probably should have went like this. You know yeah. what I mean? Just something <laughs> as simple as that. You feel me? <laughs> we get caught up in ourselves sometimes. Like, man, we should have won that. But then when you get out of it and you see social media, you see basically the world, like... Even Zach at one point was like, bro, like, like he was like, yeah, maybe we should share this. Yeah, type. like you know what I'm saying. Like, how does that feel? Like, I mean, I know that's got to make you feel a little bit better. But at the end of the day, we who we are, and you yeah. you, you ain't got that trophy of the exactly. career. That's the difference. Exactly. That's like, that's the ultimate validation cold. that he deserved. And it's like, bro, I ain't get one of them. Like, it's ice cold, bro. It's ice that's cold. like cold. It's ice cold because it would have been nice to have a dunk contest trophy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I with, think I deserved one. I'm you with definitely you. Definitely do. 100%. I'm, I'm 100%. I, think, I think everybody agrees that you deserve Even it. Even in the, the second one in Chicago, when I jumped over Taco, you know. Taco was, Fall, yeah, you bro, know, That's was, right. Yeah, that's seven. Did I, get, did I get all the way over him? Did I not get all the way over him? Me, know, that's what I'm saying, man. That's what, good enough, man. Let me get that trophy. Let's get up out of here, man. And did it again, too. <laughs> did it again, <laughs> man. Cold. Ice cold. But uh, D Wade. He played with Derrick Jones. Yeah. So that's what I was about to ask you. Do you, you know think? I mean? Do you think like D Wade, my brother? He know he my brother, but like, yeah, of course, of we course, can say this course. in front of the world. So how fair yeah. game? Do you think it was a real Heat culture moment going on where where he was staying with his brethren and he was being loyal to the Heat culture right there where he gave a little the, the, the nod to Derrick Jones? Jr.? Yeah, I think he, I think he was, but at the same time, you know, like should I want? I think so, but you can't discredit Zach Levine ever. You know what I mean? He was doing some crazy stuff, too. And you can't discredit Derrick Jones Jr. Yeah. as a dunker, too. So, you know what I mean? It's a little bit of a toss-up. but Like a bittersweet. I, I, can, it, it so I should get one, but I don't want to diss them because they is solid dunkers. Exactly. Dunk. But do I think some under the table, you know what I mean, kind of like <laughs> passing around <laughs> as, far as, the, as far as the judging was going? You just, you just Maybe. Gonna, you know what, you what I mean? You're going to be the talk when they say Le- Zach Levine and Derrick Jones. You're going to have them young fellas like, yeah, you know, AG beat them that he one easily, time. Nah, he easily <laughs> going to be like the most talked about dunk contest guy that didn't actually win. Like, he going to be mm-hmm. talked about as if he won but didn't win because yeah. he did. Like, that's the fact. So, like, he going to get that glory because whenever they go to talk about it, that's got to be – that was one of the top five dunk contests Definitely in the history was. of the game, period. That shit was a show. Yeah, that was and top three to me, man. across <laughs> the board, when you got out of there, social media everywhere else, that's all they was talking about. These these yeah. two brought – they brought the dunk contest back. They put it back yeah. on the map, y'all. Put it – like, how was that feeling to know that, like, okay, I didn't win, but my consolation prize is, like – the dunk contest had been down. They had been about to take that thing out for a long time. Really? Y'all, like, put life back into it. Like, oh, wait, these dudes can think of something new and, like, be more in- innovative and stuff. Like, at that point, we were like, what can anybody else do? Right, right, and then y'all came and flipped the table like, bitch, we doing this. <laughs> like, damn. I was like, yo, he walking on air doing windmills from the free throw line. This man jumping over a mascot on a damn hoverboard. Like, bro, this was crazy. Y'all did some different shit. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it was cool, man. They they uh they call me the People's Champ. Yeah, hey, that's, there it that's is. It. People's Champ. It was cool. I was, in, I was in Toronto. Yeah, real champ. You know, you had solidified one time. Yeah, exactly. I'll take it, man. <laughs> I take, I'll the take it. I take the better champ. Anyway, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You personally, right? Your history in the dunk contest speak for itself. But if you had to choose your favorite dunk out of your mm. any of them, what's your favorite dunk? Oh, I mean, I think my favorite dunk was the scoop. 
where I scooped it around. Oh. Where Buddy Buddy was spinning yeah, around, spinning on the hoverboard spinning like that, and I spun the opposite way and like right. scooped that. I think that was probably my like the visual was crazy. Yeah, that was a steezy. You know what I mean? That shit was like real steezy. <laughs> <laughs> the visual was definitely nuts on that. That's why I was saying like, cause he's elevated like at least two three inches on the hoverboard, and he like you say he he was just hitting the, the three sixty, and that yeah. bitch went and hit it the other way. Yeah, yeah, that, that one yeah, was crazy. I know how much you love Orlando. Yeah, like how I much do. love you get around yeah. here in Orlando is is just crazy. And that takes into it. It's like we, we take a beating for the people that love us mm-hmm. and the team ain't trying to get it together and get it right. But did that give you the feeling that you ultimately wanted to leave? Cause you know, we, mm-hmm. we love our teammates, we love the fans, we love the city. Man, I, you right, man. That's a good point. You said we take a beating for the people that love us. It's, it's real. For real. Um, I think you know you know it was like really tough. I think when Markel got hurt, that was tough because Kels is such a like solid point guard. You know yeah, what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it was like, man, we finally got we got a boy. You yeah, know what I mean. We got a dog. Markel, folks, uh, That's what I'm saying. And then uh, Ji was kind of hurt a little bit too. So uh, it was kind of I was kind of starting to see the same type of trend happen. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I think it's time. Like I got to score twenty seven. 12 and eight assists yeah. for us to be in the game. And guard the best player. And guard the best player on the <laughs> yeah. other side. For us yeah. just to be in the game, 25, 12, and eight. And like, that's a lot of work, man. I wasn't able to do that. You know what I mean? I, I'll, I'll own up to that. I wasn't able to do that. I needed a lot of help. So I had to go find some help. When you first heard Denver is where you were going, what was your first reaction to it? I was unsure a little bit. Yeah. I was unsure. It was between like, um, Actually, Portland with Dame, mm-hmm. Denver, Boston, and Houston. Houston, they was going to give me the keys. They were like, shit, we'll let you play. You know yeah. what I mean? We're gonna, like, we want to see you expand your game. Boston, it would have been cool just with them two other dogs, two boys. Denver just felt like the perfect fit. It almost felt like it was like a co- the college team again. When I picked Arizona, it was because I, I could play that small forward position to play or that forward power forward position it was right there same thing with Denver that's what they needed they needed like a defensive stopper mm-hmm. somebody that could be intangible be a glue guy and get perfect in where piece. Yeah, yeah get in where it fit in so I was like man this might be perfect this is gonna work out mm-hmm. how hard is it for you because I feel like you are a 20 point a game score you can do all the stuff that the other guys doing but to relinquish that and just play a role and fit into that role. Like, I felt you posed to make the All-Star team last year that they didn't give you the, the props. I thought so, too, man. Yeah, but it's like, different, though, because I, I do it from the dunker position. Yeah, you but know I feel, what I mean? But I feel a like... A lot of the All-Stars, they do it from the guard position or, like, the center position. I'm working on the baseline, you know what I mean? They, yeah. You don't really see that very often. But man. I feel you like you should... Like, like, like when you're on a team like and, and how you play, you should get rewarded for what you bring. Sometimes they don't be on the stat sheet. But, you know, real ballers know that, like, yeah, his imprint on the game was was different. But how is it for you to just mentally be like, I'm not going for top five in scoring or, mm-hmm. or top five in rebounds. It's a key role that I got to play for us to be successful and for us to win that I got to relinquish because you've been the man everywhere you went. <laughs> you know, you the number one option, number mm-hmm. two option everywhere you went. You have to play three, four yeah. on this team. So how is that mentally to just, you know, bring it down to be like, man, I want to sacri- I sacrifice this for us to win. It was cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was cool. My, I felt like I had years of my career. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't having to do so much on the basketball floor. Shit, 
still do what I do when I came into the league, defend, rebound, run, get the intangibles, get your cuts, yeah. you know what I mean, knock down spot, now spot up, make you spot up threes. Yeah. And like I said, guard, man. Bro, this, and then you got Jamal Murray, you got Nikola Jokic, and you got Michael Porter. Yeah. And like other pieces, KCP, Bruce B, Jeff Green, I felt like selfishly and like ego, like my ego is like, man, if you put me on a team with these guys, we're not losing. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt. I could take a backseat to, I mean, of course, this is Nikola Jokic, bro. He do shit yeah. every day that it's like, damn, that was wild as hell. Yeah. I, I view your role in you kind of like how, how Tricks was, Sean Marion for us, right? Mm. Like Steve Nash was the MVP of the entire league, back-to-back years. But it's an argument to be made. Sean Marion was the MVP of our team. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The yeah. same way, like, you allow all of those different pieces to do everything. Like, you the guy that came in now. Now we don't have to double this guy. We don't have to double that guy. We can put this guy on him, and he's going to hold Pat. We At the very least, the he's going to allow us to not double. Yeah. Not saying you're going to completely shut this person right, down or whatever, right, but right. you're going to allow everybody to look. Y'all mind y'all business, I got this over here. Yeah. People don't understand how valuable that yeah. is to a team. For real. And to be able to say, not only do I bring that, I'm going to get you 10-plus rebounds, I'm going to get mm-hmm. tip dunks, I'm like you say, I'm a rim run, I'm a lane cut, I'm going to be hell on that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm physical as fuck too, but at the same time, I can take that thing off the rim like tricks, push it up and facilitate and start the break and set something up. I love the Matrix, man. So like, <laughs> yeah, I love the Matrix, you remember, man. that was yeah, always yeah, my comparison. Like, bro, yeah, yeah. he's like Sean 2.0 because he's taller and bigger. bigger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he be like, Sean did it from a disadvantage. You doing it from a little more fair situation, but it's like, to me, it's the same thing. And it's like, anybody to play on your team, they can always sing your praises. Like that's what I that's yeah. what all of us do with tricks because we more than anybody know the value. Mm-hmm. Outside of that locker room, like nobody Outside knows like a KCP out there, you didn't cover exactly. for him and exactly. cause he did this and you came and erased some shit or whatever you <laughs> yeah. did. Like we yeah. know intimately what Tricks was like Tricks was coming through helping, bro. Like and, and I see the same thing the way you are. You basically a Swiss Army night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like one night you might hit four, five threes, next night you might not take mm-hmm. one and you just lock somebody up and get 16 rebounds. You know yeah, what I'm right, saying? But like, right. it's basically whatever the team need, you provide. So like, that's a dope position to be in and it won a championship. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, because what you did. Yeah. Yeah. How Have you Appreciate ever had it, a center that dimes you up the way hell Joker nah. dimes nah, you up? Nah, hell nah. <laughs> hell nah. <laughs> like, hell like nah. God, some of the, I know some of the passes I see Joker pass you, I'll be like, guards don't even attempt that. Yeah. They it's won't even he, throw that. Because he, <laughs> he's playing at a different level. He's playing at a different <laughs> so he plane. See he see all he that. just don't throw it up. Like, Vooch could pass. Vooch could pass a little bit, but it's not like Yoke, man. I remember um, coming into Denver. I ain't really know much about Joker because if you don't watch Denver right, Nuggets basketball, yeah. you don't even know like <laughs> yeah. really what the hype is about. You have no idea. I'm guarding somebody in the corner. We in transition. Vooch tried to front Yoke in transition. You can't front in transition, right? Yeah. So they try they lob it over the top. I come, I sink down off of the corner, help Sean side corner to try and go take away the pass. He looked this way and then tipped the ball that way to my man in the corner like that. My man, or I think Gary Harris just spot up three. I was like, oh, he's playing. He's nice. <laughs> he's playing a different game. It's a different level. He's nice, dog. You saw, y'all remember the uh, the inbounds pass he threw to me earlier in the year? It was a lob. From, from, oh, yeah, yeah, from, yeah, yeah court, three quarters. Like, from the other side of the court. Bro, that's one of the best passes I've ever seen in my life. That was crazy. That's I a was, I was 
in awe, bro. He threw that. Like, in. Oh, he threw it. Full court. <laughs> he threw that in a lob, bro. Come on, you can't even do that on 2K, man. Hey, talk to me about Jamal Murray, man, aka Glitch. We had him on with us. We talked to him, and his nickname was Glitch. Yeah. <laughs> And we felt like, damn, this shit was one of the coldest, the most appropriate nicknames. That's a, that's a hard like, nickname. Talk, talk to me about <laughs> Jamal Murray and just his game and when he's healthy and right, what he brings to y'all team. It's the mentality, dog. He he really got like a Kobe type of mentality. Mm. He is focused. He's disciplined. He only cares about who. He eats, breathes, sleeps, all hoop. I mean, he got he got his baby girl now, so you know he's a little bit more of a family man. But he's everything he does is like so just like concise. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's just it's nasty, bro. The way he get his buckets is nasty. Nah, it's impressive. He has some big buckets down the street. <laughs> big buckets. You know what I mean? It's like a tween tween step back tween. Wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> and nothing but that, you know what I mean? So he's doing that all game long. He's just a problem, bro. He's a problem on the court just because he's so locked in mentally. And I, I think that's what what he doesn't get enough credit for and why, why he doesn't get enough credit around the NBA because it's like it's the inner workings of Jamal that make mm -hmm. him so special, you know what I mean? It, it's not, yeah, sometimes he's going to put up some god, godly numbers, but it's like how he conducts himself and how he prepares for the games and, and where he's at mentally. Mm -hmm. In between here, he's like, he's top two, you know what I mean? Top three in the league. The talk before the season was, you know, Denver, they're getting better. They, they're starting to be up at the one, the two, the three, you know what I'm saying, of the Western Conference to, to get it, but they just don't get over the hump. What made last year like, nah, this is the year that we the number one team in the West and we finna run through everybody and go to the championship and compete for it. I think we was healthy. You know, I come, I play a big part in uh, winning the championship. So like being healthy, um, that's a huge, huge advantage. And I, we had everything we needed. KCP, uh, myself, we were on the defensive end, you know what I mean, locking shit. Then you had Brucey B yeah, Bruce and B. Jeff Green coming off the bench, which is like solid IQ veterans, mm -hmm. dogs coming off the bench. You got MPJ, who's one of the best shooters in the game right now, yeah. just so you can't leave his body. And yeah. then now that, that give Jamal and Yoke, that, that give him space to run a two-man game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think I thought we had everything that we needed. Plus we had a young fella, Christian Brown. We had a rookie helping us too, man. Yeah. So we had everything we needed. How was it just going just round for round? You know, you you have Minnesota first, then you then, You had some hell of a defensive matchup. Yeah, then Anthony you run Towns. to to the Suns and I'll then you run you, to the Lakers. Like you had to guard from Anthony Towns, like he said, to Kevin Durant, to LeBron, some Jimmy some, Buckets. Jimmy Buckets, some Anthony Edwards, like the matchups and especially for you, had to be big for y'all to go through them playoffs. How was them each round was getting better and better and better, and but y'all stay solid in every round. So just like Q was talking about, just trying to hold my own. You know, I mean, you're not gonna like stop players right. in the yeah. league. You know what I mean? Especially superstars. That's a myth, <laughs> That's a myth bro. That's, yeah, that's a myth. myth. <laughs> you not guard. You can't guard really anybody one on one and just completely lock them yeah, down. Right. Anybody really in this league. But I was just trying to hold my own, man. Guard my yard. Uh, and Edwards, Carl Towns, Bron, KD, and Jimmy Butler. 
and then just try and do whatever I can just to make their life difficult. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the game, they're like, damn, I was working. Yeah. <laughs> out, of that, out of that group, who, for you in particular, who the hardest to guard? Mm. KD, Anthony Towns, LeBron, Anthony Jimmy Edwards. Buckets, Anthony Edwards. I feel like Jimmy, really. Jimmy, mm. Jimmy uh, I think he was a little bit out of gas. Yeah. Towards the end of it, yeah, just having to work so, so much. much. Yeah. yeah, he was going crazy in the earlier rounds. Like, he's one of the 50, <laughs> yeah. 60, 50 bucks. Yeah. What was it? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I think he was a little, little bit out of gas towards the end, but I think just his ability to uh, kind of just work the game, you know what I mean, and stay poised. He has a little bit of everything. He can shoot the tray. He can shoot the midi. He's always moving on offense. Mm-hmm. He's cutting. He does all the little intangible things too, and then after that would probably be uh, Ant Edwards. Yeah, young boy's nice. Yeah. yeah. Tell me how was it like from your personal perspective? Like after y'all win the third game and y'all on the cusp, right? And it's that one last game. Like for you, the team. Like what is that like when y'all like? Is it like kind of like shit? We know we about to do this, but don't nobody want to say it. The yeah. fuck it up. Like what is that vibe like right there? Where you know, like y'all got the confidence. Like we got this, but like don't nobody want to fuck off and say we doing. Like what's that vibe around the team when y'all show up after y'all handle business? Y'all up three games and then it's Same like y'all got a close out game. Like what is that 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 feeling between y'all teammates when you? going around to and from and just like if you, what is going on around town and what's that value homeboys your family everybody mm-hmm. like it's just about you know it's what I'm saying like, yeah, right, like what's right. that vibe like I see y'all got the goggles how y'all preparing mm-hmm. for all of this shit like what's all of that like you don't want to jinx it you're right <laughs> you don't want to jinx it you don't do this shit but you don't want to do this shit you exactly. want to be ready but like I'm just to be ready like exactly real shit like they were like, y'all gonna have, you gonna have a party after the game? I was like, I don't know. Like, yeah. like, don't yeah. like, I don't know if I'm about to or not. Yeah, I don't wanna set up a party. We lose. See, that would be so corny, yo. You set up a party, you got streamers, you got balloons and this shit. Y'all lose, y'all gotta go back to Miami. I'd be like, hell no. Nah. Right. I couldn't I, even sleep the day before the game, for real. So much anxiety. So much anxiety. Even uh, my shoe company, 361, they wanted me to wear like the championship shoes. And I couldn't even do that, you know what yeah. I mean? I was like, I gotta just, I gotta play in the shoes that, I've been like, I've been playing in, <laughs> for real. I can't do none I'm of I'm gonna them. ride this one now. I ain't yeah. even getting no new ones. Y'all bring y'all some <laughs> no, special no. shits for ring ceremony night. Exactly. And I know it's all good already. Exactly. You got some superstitions. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I kind of know a little backstory on but I want you to tell us. Tell us how you ended up in the streets, no shirt on, walking with all the fans. <laughs> Yeah, after the championship. <laughs> how did, how did that? Shout out, cuz, cuz, we heard the backstory, but go ahead, you give it to the people. Yeah, so after the, we won the championship, after we won it, um, it's a huge party in the locker room. You know what I mean? Champagne showers, everything's going, going crazy, cigars. I couldn't even get to my locker to like shower and change back into my clothes just because it was so flooded. So I was like, fuck it, I'm out. You don't leave the clock. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave all that. I walked out basically shirtless. I still have my ankles taped, man. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was gone. <laughs> I'm walking out, I'm lit. We had a big bottles of champagne. I'm sitting in the car headed back to my spot because we're throwing a party. I got, yeah. I got a lounge in Denver and I'm in the car. I'm basically, I'm on the window of the car, like turning up and then I get in the car and then we're sitting on the way to the lounge and it's gridlocked so you can't go anywhere. It's traffic. I'm like, man, I'm way too lit right now to just be sitting down. So yeah. I, I'm walking. I, it's only about a mile away. I hopped out the car and just started walking. All my friends was like, no, no, hell no, no. They just stay in the car, stay in the car. 
<laughs> I walk, you can just see people's heads start turning like that. You know what I mean? Like, it was double taking. You had shorts on and everything. Yeah, the game shorts and everything. They were double taking. It turned from like 15 people to like 30 people to like 45, to like 60, to like 100, 150 people. Yeah. And we just turning up. There's fireworks and stuff. I feel like if I was a point guard, I, I probably wouldn't have made it, but I was a power forward. You know yeah, what I mean? You still, you still was over there. You know what I mean? I was moving <laughs> people out there. The yeah. the <laughs> man, if I was a one or two, they, they would have. <laughs> It would have been over, man. I'd have been still in that motherfucker. How crazy was how you see the the city? You know, Denver got diehard fans. They're Denver fans, but how you yeah. see the city just turn, transform into this this masterpiece of just so many people. And and when you seen them, that clock wind down, that oh, it's over. And you looking over the family. You looking at the confetti. Mm -hmm. How was that experience for you? It's unreal, bro. It's unreal. It's like y'all know how hard you work how hard we work and like all the days that you put in, countless hours, tireless hours. High school all, all Yeah, you, high school, even like elementary, grade school, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, so just to see it come to a, like fruition and like see the confetti and then like, even, um, it's a good sports town. Denver, a great sports yeah, town. Yeah, you great know what I mean? Town. The Avalanche won, a, won mm -hmm. a, chance, a cup, Stanley Cup. Uh, Broncos. Broncos won a Super Bowl, mm -hmm. so we, we won a Larry OB. Rockies got to get something, get yeah. something going. I've seen a lot of championship rings from TV, but when you see y'all championship ring, it's Great different. Thing. It's like got a little mini apartment, you can pull another ring out there, jump. <laughs> you and can. It, it got Shout a out lot Jay of, Shine, Jason got a lot of Rockies. Hills, it got a lot of rocks on it. With the, you know, the Jason Colorado Bell. Rockies on it, so. How was it when you first, you know, the ceremony of getting your ring and, and man, just seeing how they just got dope with it and, and added the the other ring to it, where it's two rings in one and the design of it. One and, of a kind. Never seen no damn ring. Like sure. that. Yeah, it's, it was amazing. Like, and it, it was like, had like secret, not secret compartments, but like secret, like, like assets or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what the, what the word is. Like, yeah, you could pull out the uh, another little ring. It, it could be like an everyday type ring, mm. something like that. Or, and then there's like a little switch on it that you can switch and it go from like blue to yellow diamonds. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's oh, ice cold. <laughs> it's ice cold. Yeah, yeah. Jay Shine. <laughs> Shout out Jason of Beverly Hills. You did that, you Jay did, Shine. man. It's like it was like 75 on your on your hand, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 75 up. on your hand. So it's sick, man. It's sick. And it's like a it's like a key. You know what I mean? You walk around with that on, it's like it opens a lot of doors. Yeah. Hey, hold up. I want to go, like, how was it when you went out to Serbia with him and, and kicked it with him after the championship? It's cool, man. It's cool. Big fella get active, man. <laughs> <laughs> big, fella, big fella get active. He get active. Oh, man, with the, with the country, like, is he, like, I heard him and Novak, Novak yeah. Djokovic, they, like, the biggest things over there. Was it crazy? Man, he, he's, like, the president, the mayor, the governor, the senator, <laughs> whatever, man, you whatever you want to call it out there, man. He He's him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's cool. Sambor is cool. He, he uh, like, you can, it makes so much sense why he's so successful. His values line up with winning. He works, every single day he works on his body. Every single day he eats right. Every single day he spends time with his family. And it's just like peaceful, calm. It takes time to say hi to all the people. So it's like, he's just like a good dude yeah. through and through, you know what I mean? So it's like, it only makes sense that like a good dude is winning. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like that's he takes care of his people, takes care of his town, and he's just like and locked in. And then he just races his horses, man. He rides his bike through the town. He rides a bike through the town. Oh, he's gangster. Yo. <laughs> he, G, yo. he gangster. Yo. Yo, gangster. He got a stable right next to a racetrack. So he raises horses and then he takes his horses out and race on the racetrack. Yeah. I'm like, yo, yo, like, who I got to talk to to bet? You know what I mean? I'm trying to start the underground racehorse betting scene out there. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not doing that here. You make. Make four or five thousand euros if you win with the horse. So mm. he's happy with that, man. And it was cool, man. Good food, good people, a good time. Tell us about this guy. He don't get talked about as much, but I've been watching him since high school, and he's been a dog since high school. And that's Michael Porter. Yeah, like just his mentality, his scoring mentality, how he can shoot the ball, and, and he got hurt, like. This ain't the Michael Porter that we was about to see because he used to be mm. athletic, dunking that Thanks. thing as well as getting them other buckets. Yeah. But uh, I feel like he don't really get enough credit for how good he actually is. And, you know, we get the opportunity for somebody to talk about talk Man, about. Him. MPJ, first off, he's one of the best shooters that our game has ever seen, y'all. Yeah. When it comes down to it for real, you put him up there in a shooting competition with the greats. Yeah. And, and it, as his career goes on, it will start to come around where it's like, okay, his shooting percentage is up there with shit, the Rays, the Reggies. You know what I mean? Whoever, yeah. you stack him up. He got one of the prettiest jump shots of all time, bro. <laughs> all time, for real. And he's just young. He thinks score, but like, Mike not even really supposed to be playing basketball right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like the amazing, astounding thing about it. Like, Mike had back surgeries. Like, the doctor said he might never play again. Mm-hmm. So, really, everything that he's doing now is it's like... a miracle. Yeah, that's what shout I'm saying. It's icing. Big shout-out to Mike, man. He yeah. don't get enough credit, man, because he's one of them dudes that can go get 22-24 a game. Yeah. 20, you know what I mean? 23-24 a game. And he's actually had to, you know, play a role in his own right, and he's mm-hmm. not used to that either. But... Listen, when we we're all on the floor and Mike is making threes, it's a wrap. It's hard bro. to beat you. It's a wrap because <laughs> the spacing is too crazy. Yeah. He's six ten. He can shoot over the top of anybody, and when he aggressive, it, yeah, we hard to beat. Like me and Q, when we play, we big on on your teammates, the camaraderie of your teammates, going out to eat with your teammates, being over each other's house, throwing events or whatever. But you decided to build a whole, basically, compound. Mm-hmm. My career. Like, that's, that's, really so, is my that's career. so teammate friendly where you can come and get you something to eat. You can come and work on your game. You can come and lift weights. You can come and sleep if you need to get some rest. And you can come and lounge. And it's, it's basically private to you and your teammates. Mm. And the designs, like the people that you have put up across your gym and you creating that for them, and I feel like that's big. You see, most teams win when they have that type of camaraderie where they chill with each other and be with each other all yeah. the time, and, and it be a brotherhood. But tell us why you did that, and just tell us about it. Mm. The game is giving so much to me and my family. You know, I wanted to do something to get back to the game. You know, I want to reinvest back into that. So, I, you know, it's almost like a – my spot's almost like a tribute to basketball, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I, I got the warehouse, uh, built the court first, and then built everything else around it. Put up, like, you know, I got 
Magic Michael and Bird in there. Got Dr. J in there. And then I put up a, a bunch of other like banners just to like be surrounded by greatness, mm -hmm. you know, and just make sure that, you know, if we have an off day that the guys can come in and get some extra shots. They can live, they can take care of their body. Cause it, it, it is a brotherhood, you know yeah. what I mean? It really is a brotherhood in there. I got like a, almost kind of like a lounge, just kind of like a uh, like a, a cafe almost mm -hmm. downtown in Denver. I just needed to bring a little bit of sauce to the city. Yeah. <laughs> keep it a bean, you keep, yeah. it, uh, keep it a buck. You know, I just wanted something to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And have a place that I feel comfortable in that I could bring my friends in and that we could actually like have Team a function, and have a vibe in there for real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause you know, like if you go somewhere, it's cool, but you don't know who's going to be in there. Mm -hmm. You don't know who's going to be like side eyeing you. You know what I mean? You probably so like a bar lounge type situation. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like a bar, like bar lounge that's downtown. And they I got to salute you, right? Cause I remember when you first was doing this, like for those out there just, just thinking like, he did this before he signed this extension. You remember, I remember having a conversation yeah. with Cuz Cuz, like, yo, bro, like, wait, like, what <laughs> are you doing? Like, we gotta make sure it work out yeah. first. Like, I'm telling you, I was, you know, on some OG concerns, like, you Not know, like, shit. wait, he shouldn't do that with his bread. Like, like, oh, and then it was like, Boom, he hit it. He got extended. We like, okay, he cool here. He cool. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, not knowing that the team would even come together like that. I was just concerned just from that standpoint. Yeah. I remember him, like, cuz, cuz, like, yo, man, it's going to be straight. Obviously, it, it became legendary once it actually, once you did it all out. But, like, I just know that, like, that took a, a leap of faith in itself for you to do something like that where you had just gotten to a team, you like finished a half season there mm -hmm. and then decide to do something like that. So for me, it was dope to see everything work out. And then, like you said, a finished product, you couldn't even imagine that. Like y'all yeah, got a real, exactly. like my career joint up in there. Like that joint, <laughs> like stupid dope yeah. and super salute on that. And I know appreciate if it. nobody else, them young boys on the team appreciate, appreciate it. Cause you yeah. know, us OG, we gonna hey, do our own thing, but the yeah. young boys, they get to come in somewhere that's not the real team facility and still right. get a team facility type feel Damn. and treatment and access to whatever yeah. that was over there is over here, but I ain't gotta be like all up under that. Like, that's what's up right there. Fair I gotta man. give you some love. Yeah, already, straight up. You man. know what I'm saying? That's real. Appreciate y'all looking after me too, man. I remember you was like, ah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, damn. It's done already. I was like, yeah, he did. I was like, damn. <laughs> Shit. Like, <laughs> you sent me double video. I'd be like, man, that's cold. That's cold. No, nah, we yeah, started, gotta, nah, I gotta come check it out. Videos, I definitely wanna see that in real life, but like, I was like, yo, that's. You know, like, that was my first concern, but then it was just like, oh, this shit dope. <laughs> like, for real, for real. Tell me about the, because um, y'all lost Bruce, y'all lost Jeff Green, but our young fella Peyton Watson yeah. is getting a lot of yeah. PT, and he out there playing that D. He, yeah. he blocking shots and all that stuff. Yeah, and you got Braun stepping up like. Nah, I like How is it? Because I always thought y'all was a deep team last year, but when y'all lost them guys, I felt that y'all had already had players on y'all bench that can step up and be in them backup roles. Yeah. But just tell us about the young fellas on them because now they in pivot roles. They they, they finna play now. They not yeah. just watching y'all win a championship. They finna play to try to compete for a championship. But tell us about, man, our guy, man, Peyton Watson and all these guys. Man, they great, man. Uh, they just want to learn. Yeah. People, I got everything he needs to be great in this league too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Six, seven, six, eight, long, athletic. Hops, yeah. Great feel for the game. Yeah, could jump out the gym. Confident yeah. too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And it's just like, just blocking shit, just whooping shit, man. People trying to lay anything up around the rim, just whooping it off the backboard. Um, 
and then CB just a dog. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Christian Braun just a dog, man. He ain't boy, play hard, hard, play all everywhere. Yeah, no fear in him, you know what I mean? Like going at people. It's hard to make up for like the uh, the experience mm-hmm. that Jeff brought. Mm-hmm. Even to the locker room, right. yeah, and Real just OG. yeah, exactly. Knew, knows what he's talking about. Knows how to just. He's one of them dudes that was playing playing chess while everybody else was playing checkers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And BB was another one of them dogs. It's hard to make up for them. So I think as the season go on, you're gonna start seeing a better Peyton Watson and a better Christian Brown. And as they get more and more games under Spain, their belt, yeah, they're gonna calm down and they're gonna start to find their. Find a rhythm, find a groove, and they're going to start killing. Yeah, because you got to find that right speed. You get out there and you get the zoom yeah. and like speed of Gonzalez, yeah. or you going too slow. But you got to mm-hmm. find your your speed of, of the game and how you how you work it. It's a fact. Your favorite dunk on so far in the league, which, which one stands out the most to me? Well, people you, like him, that's hard. you got a lot of bodies. It's a hard you, know, you, gotta go, you got a whole me, couple of grades. It's easy, like, though. It's easy. Oh, he say that, it's easy. I want to hear this. A Christmas Day one. Was that the like damn that from the free throw line when you almost fell out? No, it was. Uh, it was like we had a Christmas Day game. It was the first time I played on Christmas Day last year. Mm-hmm. So I think we up one in overtime. The ball come to me. I'm down the right side of the court. Buddy trying to like figure out if he's going to take a charge oh, or yeah. go back to the You took off from like the day. Yeah, fell all yeah, over yeah. yeah. He took off from outside. Did they the call a charge on that? So at first they, they called a charge. They had to change that bitch. But the coldest part of the dunk was not only because, like, first of all, he took off from outside the lane. Uh. But it was one of them bitches that he was still going up when he banged it. He came with the left hand, like, <laughs> left hand almost grabbed him. Then he fell over him. I said, God damn. <laughs> See, some of them done, like, I, I always like to say, like, God did two things with me. He stopped me at 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, and he stopped me with my hops. Because I'd have been old, ignorant motherfucker. I'd have been doing, like, if I had hops like him, you know. You and I know. I'd have been hurt out here from trying to dunk on people. <laughs> and that's what that made me think of. Like, when you got hops like him, bitch, I figure everything else out. I'm going to just jump. take off with reckless abandon and go. That's how he took off. Like, bitch, oh, the eye, the rim. <laughs> I don't care what's under me and no, I don't care about Lenny because he landed almost wild, but like he was so athletic, he was able to pull it off. But I was like, God dang it. That's just I like, Ron Spad, I'm going to figure everything else out. That was, that's what that was. Boom. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Uh, shout out to my guy, Mo. What, what's up with the music career? Are you, oh, are you yeah. done messing with music or you, uh-huh. you continue? It's just a lot of stuff been going on. Yeah, this track from D Wade, though. But, my, <laughs> but my, <laughs> my guy Mo, shout out to my guy Mo, man. <laughs> Not out of ten. <laughs> Hit you with the bars, D Wade, Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Hey, boy, that shit was funny as shit. I remember when I first, I was like, wait, what? They was like, hey, she got a diss track. I was like, like a record? Like a rap song? They was like, yeah. I was like, hold on. Uh, how did oh, that come shit. out, bro? I know it was all in good fun. It turned out this good Oh, I be forgetting about that. I play that back sometimes. I'm like, man, <laughs> man, I really had the bars for my guy. So, <laughs> 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 oh, 
Bro, how did that come up and come back? Like, was y'all, I know you had to be laughing the whole time oh, in the studio, bro. <laughs> I think it was during COVID, too. Yeah. Oh, hell you know yeah. What I mean? We had shit to do. We had shit to do. I was oh, like, all right, let me funny. go ahead and get these bars on, man. No, we still working on the music thing, man. I, I uh, had a meeting with Empire and Ghazi. It's called, like, Level Up Media. Um, just trying to get Mo, get him going, yeah, working Mo's with still putting that fire out here. Yeah, man. hell yeah. Working with they be eating them up every time. You do, man. Mo doing this thing. So really just trying to look look for, like, a way to give a platform to some kids or up-and-coming youth. Uh, like, me and Mo can give a platform. A.O., we can all give a platform to some kids that wouldn't necessarily get a shot to make music. And yeah, I, got, yeah. I, I made a studio, so I'm, I'm going to keep rapping. Straight up. A little bit here and there. That's what's well, up. I mean, you like a different dude, man. You got you into a lot of different interests. You you meditate. Mm-hmm. I didn't say you paint before. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You you uh any more acting coming up? You played my man Casper and Uncle Drew. Yeah, I dug yeah, that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He was like every hot AAU player on the circuit, like, yo, you got the shoes, you got the gear. <laughs> what's up? Yeah, like, yeah. how was that for you? How how did you like acting and doing the movie jig? That's gonna be fun. You know, that, we didn't all that too. No, I'm already know it. Yeah, I'm already know it. We out here saying. Crazy, you know what I'm saying? He was in perfect score. That's what it was. Big boy movie with the all of yeah. Avengers. Everybody yep. went and became Avengers after him. Yeah. We, we trying to get him worked into one of the Marvels as the blackest <laughs> one. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't yeah, The real you know. dark night. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying? But but how was that for you, man? We did Van Wilder back with Ola with Ken. That's when we was in LA. But we, you know, we done yeah, been on a couple Wilder, sets. Wilder and Wilder too. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Y'all not gonna do more of it? Hey man, call my phone. I need fifty to call me. I need to yeah, yeah, but, but what about you, bro? You, I felt like you was play out there. You was real natural with it, man. You had a lot of speaking parts. You had more than an average. And you like, did a movie with legends because it was a bunch of legends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think so, that yeah. was the coolest part about yeah. it. Yeah. Like how, how dope yeah. was that? That was cool being with Reggie, Lisa Leslie, Shaq, mm-hmm. Nate, Rob, mm-hmm. um, Lil Rel, Erica mm-hmm. Ash. <laughs> it was cool, man. I think that was the coolest part. Kyrie, like, big yeah. shout out to Kyrie. That's my guy, man. For yeah. real, for real. Like, that's my brother. Even for giving me that opportunity, put me in that movie. Uh, did the movie Hustle. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out uh, a lot of different lanes, man. I'm trying to figure out multiple streams of revenue, mm-hmm. multiple streams of income that are also fun, you know what I mean? That I also yeah, like to do. Love to do. You know what I mean? Whether it be like, Entertainment, you know what I mean? Because we sports and entertainment, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, sure. we, we be on the stage. Every night we go out there and be on the stage. So just trying to be on the stage in a different venue, something like that. Figuring out what the hell I'm finna do after basketball, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know. So just trying to trying to figure it out, bro. But I'll definitely do some more acting if I... Yeah, exactly. Like I said, call Hit him up, Hollywood. Man. Hit A.G. up, you know, know what I'm saying? Know. Holla yes. at the kid. It's a champ. On, World man. champ in your movie. On, Go man. ahead. Tell me about sure. this. My guy Diego say he be killing you in that chest. So how, how your chest game looking, man? <laughs> Diego, he... You get me with that janky gambit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Diego's gambit. That's what it, you can call it, Diego's gambit. My chess game coming along. Uh, D Rose said he was gonna do a chess tournament. Yeah, I, I in, seen in Vegas. In Vegas, and I, mm-hmm. did they wind up doing it? They or? didn't end up doing it. They stopped it. it. I think he, yeah. he changed it up or something. Yeah, so yeah. so yeah. I was like, I was like on my p's and q's, man. Yeah, that definitely. I like the D Rose stepping out like that, starting mm-hmm. to do different stuff, and like really showing, you know, what I'm saying some of his personality. I, I, I like his evolution, man. If you had to pick four other players 
to play with since all your teammates, and you had a bunch of teammates mm. in Orlando and in Denver now. Who would be the four players that you build your ultimate team with? You it seemed like he had more places than that, but he ain't. Nah, he just had a lot of players in Orlando because they were coming in and out. All the stuff from the deck. Man. Who I played with? Yeah. Who would you build a four? I like my team that I'm with. You like the team you won a championship with? Yeah, but I'll tell you, like, I was thinking about this the other day, like some of the most influential players in my life. And Like, first, not in the league, it would have to be, like, Romar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goody, yeah. um, Willie Green. Yeah, you know I played with Willie Green. He was a good one. Yeah, man. Who else? Kobe, like RP Kobe, like Kobe. That's four. And then like Magic. Yes, yeah, you know what guys, I mean? man. Yeah, in the league, I think like some of the people that were probably had the biggest impact on my career. Yeah. Um, That's Drew Good for y'all. Folks yeah, yeah. Drew Good. good yeah. <laughs> In the, still in the NBA, the guys that probably had the most biggest impact on my career, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, you know what I mean. That boy, man, changed my whole thought. Yeah. yeah, he changed my whole IQ on basketball, how you approach the game, and how you work towards the game. Yeah, how you see the game. I think uh, Kawhi, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard. We spent a little bit of time last summer together, just like kind of working out, being in the gym. He, all, he's another one that's like changed my approach on how to like work the game. Kyrie. Uh, just been talking to him back and forth, Paul George. You know he he would he was just cool as hell. You yeah. know what I mean? From yeah. when I when <laughs> Paul I was just like his game, smooth, smooth, man. Just smooth bro, cool yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he he came out to Orlando when I was still working in Orlando. It was all at Crest. I was gonna take care of the tab for him and his table. He had already taken care of it for me and my table. I was like, <laughs> yeah, damn, was, smooth see. man. Um, Draymond. So yeah. I, I think them five right there, they, they probably be the most influential people in my game, uh, in my career yeah. thus far. And then like probably like Steph Curry, you know what I mean? Just seeing a little light skinned motherfucker running around killing, <laughs> killing people, up. you know what I mean? <laughs> Straight up. Talk to me about uh, Coach Michael Malone, man. I had the uh, pleasure, like when I played here in Orlando, his dad, Brendan Malone, was my assistant. And okay. then I worked with R. Coach Malone. Uh, dad. Yeah, definitely recipes to his dad, one of the best people you ever would have met, man. Mm-hmm. But he was my, he was, I also worked with him in Detroit because he was with Stan when we went and joined the Detroit uh, organization. So he always talked about, you know, Coach Mike Malone. I had, he had been in the league in Cleveland. I had gotten to see him a little bit. I didn't never actually know him. But just talk about Coach Michael Malone and how tenacious he is. I know how he is and how he's built his makeup just from his dad. Dad was a real one, boy, real one. And just talk to me about, I, I love the way when this season started, how all of his sound bites and sound clips was like last year was over. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that y'all translated that message the way y'all came out playing. And he gonna coach the hell out of y'all. He ain't gonna back down for nobody. And I feel mm-hmm. like y'all have taken his message and, and came out this year and haven't played like, oh, we on a, you know how people say they got the championship hangover. Y'all ain't had none of that. Y'all came out from early, I mean, like, you know, shit, as of late, you know, you hit a little bit, it, but I'm it. just saying, like, at the early start, like, y'all, y'all came out hitting on firing on all cylinders, though, from the early start. I know it's going to be some ups and downs, but I just talk about... I still got that championship hangover. I ain't even going to hold you, dog. I'm still in Geneva, you know what I mean? I'm still, I'm still in Spain right now, man. I'm still, I'm still in Marbella, man. It's, it's going to take a couple more games for me to get back. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, you back stateside. I'm I'm trying, man. I'm trying to come back stateside. It's tough. He's still in Geneva in Spain. (laughs) It's tough. But talk to me about, you know, Coach Malone, how it was like when you first got there and, you know, up until now. 
he a straight shooter. Like he's gonna call a spade a spade. He's not gonna bullshit you. He's gonna tell you exactly what it is. And he's just so damn competitive. Mm-hmm. And I love that in a coach. You know what I mean? He's fired. They're going to four zero run. So they was down two, and now they up two. Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We talking that over. Time out, man. We talking that over. You know, he, he is. He's a little bit of a player's coach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's gonna. He let me rock out. Mm-hmm. When I first got here, he said, "Ag, hey, just be you. Just be Aaron Gordon, and that's gonna be enough for us." And I was like, "Okay, cool." So he let me rock out. He let he let me get my post ISOs. He let me get my wing ISOs. He let me like. And do some shit here and there, you know what I mean? Try, yeah. try some shit, you right. know what I mean? And he don't really trip because he knows that on, on the defensive end, I'm working, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm doing all the intangible stuff. He cool, man. Earlier in the year, um, man, I still had that hangover championship for real, and I was, like, real frustrated with myself. And I was, like, letting that frustration kind of, like, take over and, like, kind of come out towards, like, uh, the coaching staff. And I was like, man... Basically, man, I'm off that. I'm off this. You know what I mean? What the fuck yeah. is y'all talking about? Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't talking about <laughs> shit, right? You know what I mean? And they could see that I was frustrated. And he called me into his office. I was like, shit, man. Like, you know, you know how it goes. Like, I went too far now. That's the principal's office. That's exactly what it was. So he called me into the office and we had a good a good conversation, heart to heart, you know what I mean? We talked about his late pops and we talked about how, you know, he always wants to make sure that he's taking care of the, of the person before the player. Straight mm-hmm. up. And and then we got down to like what what it really was that what was going on between both of us. And it's cool, man. That's that's, that's my dope. that's my guy. I got his back, I'll run through a wall for Mike Malone. That's yeah. dope, bro. This is my guy. We go back to Detroit. I want you to talk about KCP, man. I feel like he's one of the most underrated people, players in the league for what he brings to a team. Straight up. And I feel like only the team and the teammates and the players that he's doing it for really, really have a real true understanding of how valuable and what he truly brings. Like, I watched him when we were in Detroit. He's a two-guard who constantly is guarding whoever it is, one through three, the best perimeter, he got him. I don't care if it's Steph, I don't care if it's Anthony Edwards, I don't care if it's LeBron, I don't care who you talking about. He guarding one of them players, unless like with you, he got a player like you that could guard LeBron. But other than that, when he was with us in Detroit, I watched him. Every year since we've been in Detroit, he's one of the league leaders and them dudes that run all of the miles when they show who Mm -hmm. ran the most miles in the league this year. Constantly at the top, constantly at the top of the minutes per game and all of that. And just talk about him as a teammate, bro, what he bring, because I feel like he's easily one of the most underrated people and no secret that he's been a part of a couple championships. Yeah. Now. One with the Lakers, one with y'all, and he was integral in both of them. He was, you don't get them without him, you know what I'm saying, I feel like. Yeah, KCP, Contavious Cold Peace. That's what I say. They said, uh, they all, KCP stand for keep championship players. Hey. He, they, Lakers was never supposed Straight to let up. him go. Straight no, up. They ain't never supposed to let him <laughs> never go. Never supposed to keep championship players. They never supposed to let him go. I'm glad they did because he's a huge part of the reason why we won a championship because mm-hmm. he knew how to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? He knew how to accept that. Play the right way. Yeah. And, Right, I thought I was good at defense until I saw KCP play defense. <laughs> that boy, he blowing up screens. He getting deflections. Steals. You can't turn around and fade on KCP. He's stripping that shit down low. <laughs> <His> hands <laughs> every good. time, uh, bro. These, this generation don't 
fight and get over screens, yeah. I see yeah. Pope do that. Yeah, do. He, he getting over that, getting that getting up. the offensive foul because he getting over because they're not used to people getting over. Like people don't even understand that. Yeah. Like that boy, uh, I'm talking about a for real dog, bro. I watched Christ. him stand, challenge him, do this, do this, do this. Pope out there. Yeah. 100 miles power going, boy. That boy be going so fast sometimes, he can't even slow down to do layups and shit. He be flying. <laughs> I'm talking about Pope be moving, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just seen him in practice or something. Like, it's God true, damn. Bitch can't even slow down to make the layup he was going so fast. <laughs> yeah, if he made layups, he averaged about 25. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. bro. He, he first team, bro. KCP is first team all NBA defender, so it's not even there, bro. it's not even a question, bro. They, y'all got to put KCP on the NBA first team. It's, it's no question. Start bench trade. You got to start one bench one trade one. Melo, KD, T Mac. Ooh, who do you start? Who do you bench? Who do you trade? That was disrespectful. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's some heat. That's, that's tough. Boy, that's tough. There's a lot of buckets right there. Shit. It's it's hard to uh, cut any of them. No, no, trade, <laughs> trade. Oh, okay, okay, trade. trade. They too okay. good to cut. Yeah, trade. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, I'm gonna start K. Understandable. I'm a bench T Mac. Understandable. Trade, I'm gonna trade Mello. That's a tough one, though. Yeah, that is. That's the threes right there, man. That's tough. <laughs> hey, that's what I want, though. You can't put your my player shit in there because we already know that's called. <laughs> but when you got the bag, not what you did for mom or dad, what did AG do for AG? Like, whether it was a chain, a car, whether it was a guitar, whatever. I want to know, what did AG spend that bag on once you got a little, little, little pocketbook money for yourself? I picked up a whip. Oh. Yeah, a Jaguar. Oh. I wanted the old school, like an old school Jag, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But my agent talked me out of it. He was like, nah, man, you want to get the new school. Fuck that old shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's how that's, I feel. He had an old much. school. I ain't never I got an old school. I just got a, a Pontiac GTO. Mm. Like, that shit okay. is clean, bro. Yeah, I had a Pontiac Granville 75. The old school's where it's at, top. I love the old school. I like I new put shit. 30s I on that bit. I like new shit. I got 28s <laughs> on, my, on my box shelf. See? See? I put some 30s on that. Yeah, I got, I got a Jaguar. I got a whip. Man, that's, that's it, man. A rap from City yeah, Beautiful, man, that, with man. the yeah. one and only AGZ, Aaron God, Gordon, man. back in the old one time. Champ in the building. Talk Came to him, back champ. with a big old ring. <laughs> a big old ring, baby. I want to thank y'all for your continued support of the Knuckleheads Podcast. Be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also watch all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast. And join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. Players Tribune.com